perfect on spin. Good morning. How are you? Earlier, I was telling you, Mr. Lee Reeves was joining me in studio. He is Limerick's favourite boxer. And I'm so excited to chat with him. Lee, thanks for joining me. It's an absolute pleasure to be on. Uh, I've been an Advent listener since since as far as I can remember so it's a blessing to be doing something for my city that gets me uh, the eyes from the people in my city so thank you for having me on Not at all Lee thanks you travelled down from Belfast this morning or was it this morning or did you travel down last night? Yesterday evening after training came straight down the road seen my family and got on the biggest uh, radio station in Limerick Yes well let me tell you Lee uh, your Instagram makes me tired just <laughs> watching it okay so let's start with you are of course a boxer uh, have you been boxing all your life is it something you knew you always wanted to do or did you just fall into it um i, I got brought to a boxing club when i was probably 11 years old by my dad i was just kind of small chubby and uh <laughs> timid you know so uh i kind of fell into it that way and then i was on and off for years after that like because obviously growing up in limerick you'd end up hanging around the roads you'd end up with different crowds of people so you'd end up in training out of training and and whatnot. So after like 16 years old, I started taking it more serious and I uh, started going really well. And then when I was 22 years old, I've, I've, I won some big things as an amateur and it got me to go uh, sign as a professional boxer. So I've been professional now the last three years and it's been booming and going so well. You've been killing it. I've been trying my best. <laughs> Stop, Lee. You've been absolutely killing it. We were talking about your next fight that's coming up that you're training for. That's You're hoping that happens the end of February, start of March. Where is that going to be? Um, it's looking like it's going to be North America again because I'm signed to a promoter, Lee Baxter Promotions, who's a Canadian-based in Toronto. So a lot of my fights end up being America and North America uh, just because of his contacts and that's kind of where he has control over to get me on the shows. So looking like North America fingers crossed I'm going to be out in the next six weeks it was supposed to be the 5th of February I was training for that but uh, that got pushed back so out of my control but I'm just looking after what is in, con in control by me which is my fitness my health and my preparation of the fight well listen I'm going to ask now take me through like a morning with Lee Reeves a training morning with Lee Reeves like I know you post things on Instagram but like they're just snippets yeah. tell me like what time do you get up in the morning What what's your routine um, it absolutely varies because some days you could be sparring some days you'd have runs some days you'd have more strenuous than other activities so this morning I got up at half six made uh, Americana got on the road was out in Kratlaw and did an eight kilometre run wow. so back in to do this amazing radio station after this gonna have my kind of second breakfast and then after that gonna go to the gym do a weight session around 12 that last about an hour and a half and then 6pm this evening I'll do my main session which will be either like a high intensity boxing session or a high intensity sprint interval session so it's usually between 2 to 3 sessions a day uh, and depending on the, like if, if it's sparring I'll have an easier session before that to build up for the strong sessions. But yeah, it's looking like two or three sessions per day, five to six days a week minimum. What? Yeah, yeah. Holy, I was literally like, what? <laughs> Lee, like you start your day before people open their eyes. Yeah, but and I'm not the best guy to get up early either. Like I, 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 I hate getting up early, but I think my my will and determination to be successful as an athlete and to never look back and wonder did I give enough it outweighs any kind of discomfort that I feel like I, I just get up and I do it and I, I kind of 
I, I don't think about it because anybody knows if you get up in the morning you're like will I won't I will I draw what and then you, what'll happen is what David Goggins call it is the inner B alright <laughs> you all know what B means uh, so he, that ends up winning so you, you'll start saying to yourself you know what I deserve a break I, I, I've been training I've trained 12 times this week I deserve a little rest there and I deserve this but that's that's a weak person speaking so I'd like to get up drink my coffee and before I'm, the cag's out of my eyes I'm already on the road moving so but so then like I'm only awake when I'm on the way back from a session so you never regret what you do you only regret what you don't do I think I love it and like it is so important some people actually it was only said to me I think last week that if you snooze your alarm you know you're you're looking for trouble yeah. the minute the alarm goes off put your feet on the ground 1 million percent uh, I, I believe the only way you beat your day it begins in the morning like you can't beat your day by doing something at 7pm you know you gotta start as you mean to go on so whether that's your first healthy meal whether that's your first bit of movement or whether it's the first thing you consume whether it be in in your phone in your diet or in your outdoors whatever you consume you will begin to become so they say you are what you eat and I, I don't think consumption only means food I think it means like your circle of people your social media your phone what you read what you look at that's all consuming it's true and it's I said to my daughter last week when we were talking about self care I said you are what you tell yourself so if you tell yourself you're something repeatedly you're going to believe that you are that person in the game that you're in Lee it takes discipline. Am yeah. I right in saying that? For sure. Absolute discipline. Like, I, at the moment, I'm struggling. I'm trying to get, you know, on the discipline train, like even getting up, don't snooze that alarm, put your feet yeah. in the ground. How hard is it to have the discipline that you need to do what you do and the sport that you do? It's, it's definitely not for everybody, I, I believe, because... Uh, there's going to be days where you're going to be sore there's going to be days where you're hungry and you can't have the food you want and there's going to be days when all your friends are going on holidays and uh, don't do things that you wish you could but uh, it's it's all about like sacrificing the the quick pleasures for that future goal so um, it's definitely not for everybody but I think everybody could take a snippet from it with sacrifice and discipline because I, I do believe like like I, I had a week, week maybe 10 days off around Christmas time and I was able to eat everything that I wanted I was able to do whatever I want I, I had the life of a regular human and after a week I was like overfed I wasn't really happy and I wasn't um I wasn't content with myself. I wasn't proud of myself. So I believe that it, there's a true saying, like if you can only, uh, to be cold, you appreciate heat. To be hungry, you appreciate food. So I think you, everybody needs a little bit of sacrificing in their life just so they can appreciate their days a bit more. For sure. I have a question and it's actually a personal one. I got gifted at Christmas a pair of boxing gloves. I actually love boxing in the gym, yeah. but it's more of a workout thing. Yeah. I love, I call it my angry sesh. So yeah. if I want to go in and I've got stresses going on in life, I'll go in and I will beat that bag. Yeah. So I got the gloves and I went in, I did a massive sesh and I came out with like a little bruise in between my pinky and my thing. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Well, that that's probably because your body's not conditioned for it but also you need to have wraps so like you get like bandages so you, you put them around your hands before you put on your gloves okay. and, that, and that protects because I couldn't even 
like fully punch a bag as hard as I want it without wraps underneath the gloves so yeah you definitely need them little things it's like <laughs> playing football without shin pads <laughs> the socks will only give you so much comfort you know it's true yeah. it's true listen if there was any young aspiring boxers listening in this morning how do they start if they want to learn the sport mm. like what would you advise where they go what you know how would they be guided to become a boxer uh, th- thankfully in Limerick we have so many boxing gyms like and and so, and like they're all doing so well so I couldn't I couldn't name one off the top but like the like going to the boxing club just showing up is number one with anything you're doing whether it's whether you're 30 and want to go to the gym or whether you're 10 and want to become a boxer showing up is the main part of the whole lot of it so show up to the gym listen to the coach uh, try to eat healthy and uh, just just listen to the the good people that are around you, in, especially in the boxing gym. That's how you learn. Uh, you can watch videos all day. You can talk about it all day. But unless you're in the, uh, it's like talking about swimming. Unless you get into the pool, you never know how to swim. You know. So yeah. just just showing up is the main part. Just get that club, and uh, you never regret it because whether you don't become a professional boxer, you definitely every human being in the world should have uh, went to a boxing gym at least once for the discipline aspect of it. Yeah, there is serious discipline mm. in boxing from eating to exercising to, you know, changing your whole lifestyle, really. Yeah. Tell me, is it, was it hard, sorry, was it hard when you started to kind of find, like, there's a lot that you have to place into your life. You have to be committed 100%. Did you have to change a lot when you began? For sure, definitely. Like, uh, I remember when I was fighting amateur, I, I was like, I didn't. I wasn't aware of nutrition. I wasn't aware of diet or anything like that. So a lot of the stuff was old school that I was doing. I was kind of eating whatever I want, and then I was like starving myself to make the weight. I was like, I wasn't hydrated enough. I wasn't doing the right things. So even when I turned pro, my first like four or five fights, I was I was kind of making weight and I was doing stuff, but I I didn't know. I, di- I didn't realize that your car or your body is like a car and if you put bad fuel into the car it's not going to run correctly you know so as the time went on and I was around more professional athletes and more champions I started realizing and researching and, and started growing my knowledge of, of nutrition and stuff like that and so much has changed whether it be my sleep my diet uh, my, my lifestyle and even in between fights when you have the time off not to just completely stop and go the opposite way but just to be smarter so my like so i believe that you it's about boxing smarter not harder so yeah in the last couple of years i've, I've grown so much as an athlete inside and outside yeah you definitely have you really have yeah. when we come back lee we are going to talk about how it's affected your mental health yeah. making this big change in your life so do keep it here on spin but for now let's go to olivia rodrigo this one is good for you you're on spin now with me katie Doll, that is sweet lies on spin you are joined with me and lee in studio lee thanks so much for joining you joining you joining me uh we were chatting there before uh, about the physical what we when we move physically what it does for our mental yeah. health it is mental isn't it like you get such a buzz from moving I, I, I honestly I there's nothing in the world that gives you the adrenaline from just being physical I, I couldn't agree more um, it's called it's called physical therapy for a reason because it literally 
change my life 100% like if, if I don't do some sort of physical activity in the day I don't feel complete and I, and uh, I, I feel like that so many people all over the world could benefit from just having fitness in their life because I know the more you move the more energy you get the more you sit down the less energy you have so if you want to sit down all day and then talk about how oh, you've no energy to do things that's kind of self-inflicted. The same way if I go and do weights every day and they'd be like me complaining about having muscles, you put your hand in the water, you're going to get wet. It's just what happens, you know? It's so true. I love the way you say things, by the way. Uh, Monday, we were saying a while ago, is Blue Monday. It's the bluest day of the year and some people use it to mark mental health. Mm. Both of us, Lee, are massively involved and have been involved with mental health and the community. So we're going to go through a little bit of our journeys hoping that we inspire people this morning to see that if you make the change you are the change uh, I hope Sounds that I good. said that right <laughs> so Lee you have been affected massively by mental yes. health uh, you lost your mother in 2015 yes and that has drove you into really being involved with suicide prevention, talking about it. You are the ambassador for Limerick Treaty Suicide Prevention here in Limerick. Tell me a little bit about your journey. Yeah, so 2015, the, definitely the worst year of my whole life. I was 18 years old and I got a phone call one night to say that um, somebody's after going into the river and we think it's possibly your mother. So out of like being a regular a regular boy living my life just like living it just a bog standard life just like how my mother's a best friend she she reared us nearly by herself uh, me and my three younger sisters and then one day just getting that show that like she's after taking her life is like I don't know I, it's life changing life changing traumatic uh, and really stops everything like and, and really puts things into perspective what what matters so I had tough months after that obviously and like things was just like in a darkness for a long time and I used to see people on the bridges wearing the PFDs and and walking on the bridges and then I started realizing what they were doing and like you kind of it, it really put a, a, a light around my heart to see like that there's people out here that are willing to give their spare time to speak to people in distress, to help people that are going through them struggles, that if these people were there the night that my mom had that split bad reaction, mm-hmm. that things could have been different, you know? So like that really warmed my heart and it was something that like, I always wanted to be part of and thankfully the amazing people at Limerick Treaty Suicide Prevention maybe five years ago maybe four or five years ago um, called me down to their base showed me around and asked me would I become the ambassador for the team since then I've become an ambassador for the team, we've grown into a charitable organisation, we've grown into like one of the biggest volunteer teams in Limerick we're, as, like, we're well known around Limerick everybody sees us on the bridges and any time that I'm not training for a fight or I'm not exhausted for training and I'm in Limerick, I am volunteering with the team around the bridges too so I'm absolutely delighted to be a part of such a good team and uh, I think I think suicide and mental health problems is something that everybody, whether it's not directly or whether it's through a friend, 
can relate though because I think that's the true pandemic that's going on these days you Lee I have chills by the way so can I just commend you for being so rawly open Uh, I totally agree we do have a pandemic on our hands at the moment with suicide it is and mental health you know mental health is just on the decline with everyone and as you said we have someone every person has someone in their lives that is affected by this would you say joining that organisation Organization. I, I feel from, you know, working in the community and um, helping with suicide prevention and doing all those things, as you said there, it, it lit a light around your heart. Yeah. I feel like I could go as far as saying it changed my mindset forevermore. I will never be able to think or operate the same as when I worked in the community and mm. we did a, 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 breakfast, a Christmas morning breakfast one year yeah. for the homeless. And... I brought my daughter to it and I mean to say it changed my mindset. Everyone was at home having their Christmas dinners and toys and you're looking at this other side of the world that no one really knows about Mm. and that's with mental health, homelessness, everything else. Would you say, Lee, that it absolutely changed you as a person to experience other people's kindness and it does something for you uh, giving your your free time to such an important organisation? Definitely, um, like massively, because before when I was younger, I definitely would have had the like youthful limerick attitude, like that, uh, t- being a tough guy, not not able to speak much, not not nothing's nothing phases you, nothing bothers you, and just not speaking, you know. Where as time went on, I realised how so important it is, your how important your words are, the power of positivity, and what you say. To, to yourself, about yourself, to others, not only develops the thoughts of what others think about you, but what you think yourself. Because I've, I've been reading a lot, like in the saying, like with the English dictionary, it's called spellings, because when you're speaking, you're casting spells. So you can cast positive spells, you can cast negative spells. And I do find that if you're, you're speaking totally positive, you're going to create the right circle around you, and you're going to create the right vibe around you. So where before I wouldn't speak on anything, now I'm very open and I'm very uh, up to speak to anybody, especially, obviously, volunteer and all like that. What good would I be if I'm speaking to somebody in distress and I can't speak myself? Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely, I'm, I'm more of a person that I'll speak first and whatever the consequences are from the words, I'll deal with them later rather than overthink what will this person think if I say this or what will this person think? Because so many people are opinionated opinionated about what others think about them and it doesn't matter in the grander scheme of things it does not matter whatsoever because like no one cares at the end of the day I was just about to say no one cares so if if I say oh what if I say this to Katie I'll leave and I'll be thinking about it Katie's not going to be thinking about it you're going to be going on with your day but so many people think that if you say something or do something other people are going to think about it non-stop but that's never ever the case you know so be positive speak what you want to speak talk about how you want to talk about and if people drift away from you that means that they're not on the same level or same vibe as you so you're only creating a smaller circle anyway and I I truly believe a small circle of loyalty is what more than a uh, and broad circle of fakeness you know a hundred percent I always say it my favorite saying Lee is 
you other people's opinions of you are none of our business yeah. like we we invest so much into getting validation from other people yeah. and it's crazy because we're just creating pain and worry and anxiety for ourselves definitely definitely um like so many things are in our head so many things besides for if I pinch you, that's the only thing that you feel pain. Everything else is a figment of your imagination. So, like, they say, like, w when you're worrying about something, it's like you're going through the ordeal twice. If if I'm thinking, like, I'm going to fumble over this interview when I get here, I'm worrying about it. So my brain doesn't know whether it's happening realistically or yes. happening in my head. So I'm going through that stress receptor. And then if it happens again, I've gone through it twice. <laughs> so what's the point of worrying about it to begin with? Like, just, just go with the floor. And uh, what you were saying about the opinions, I think I've seen this, I think it was some mafia gangster guy said years ago he goes I used to think that people's opinions matters until I try went, going and buy a suit out of them and I realised like you can't buy shit out of people's opinions you know what I mean So I do apologise there for that language <laughs> he was doing so it good it was the mafia guy it wasn't me <laughs> I do apologise for that it's okay Apologies. but Lee you make so much sense around this honestly it, it, it's so important for people to hear and hopefully we have inspired people this morning to realise that you know reaching out and talking and I have to commend you it's not easy for a man mm. um, you know men don't reach out as much men don't do no. the talking as much and for you stigma and that's it for you to stand up and talk like you do about mental health mm. talk about your struggles so openly and by the way being so successful in your career because you're putting the work in you know it's inspiring others to do it so I commend you and we are proud of you as our Limerick man thank you very much I'm trying my best yes well listen we're going to go to a short break now and when we get back we will be seeing Lee off Lee thanks so much we will be back in just a sec teaming up with Callum Scott that is where are you now I know we're I am, I am in studio with Lee Reeves. Lee, thanks so much, honestly, for joining us today. Before we jump off, I want to quickly, is there anything coming up that you want to talk about? Any boxing events? I know we did touch on the one you have at the end of March. What's the plans for 2023? The plans for 2023 is to keep as busy as I can uh, in my sport, in business, in life and in health. Just kind of grow as a human, grow my fitness and grow my boxing record. So I'm looking to fight hopefully five times this year, minimum. That's, that's what I made a plan with my promoter, so it's up to him because I'm always going to be ready because I, I live the lifestyle. It's not just a, a camp life with me, it's a champ life with me. It's all the time, you know? So, yeah, that's the plan, is to fight five times this year, I hope, uh, to grow my knowledge. And I'm actually in the process, can't say too much, but have big plans to maybe summertime this year to set up a little business in Limerick. Yes. So can't say too much about what it all what it's all gonna be. But please everybody keep an eye out and when it comes about, please support because uh I'm a good guy and I do good things for good people. I love it. Come here, you're a man of quotes and I am a, a girl like I'm telling you, the amount of screenshot quotes I have just for me to go into the album and have a look at it's like you create your own and all. I'm yeah, like Lee I'm, I'm like the Limerick Marcus Aurelius. I'm, a, I'm stoic. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Well hopefully when you start this business you will give Spin South West the first scoop on it. One million percent. You get more than a scoop. Trust me. Love it. Listen, this isn't the last you'll be hearing of Lee Reeves. And if you want to follow, follow, 
Katie is stumbling on the words. Wake up. <laughs> if you want to follow Lee's journey, you are on all social media platforms. All social media uh, platforms. Lee Reeves Boxer. Lee Reeves uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Lee Reeves, Lee Reeves Boxer. And if you want to be inspired and you want to be tired. <laughs> I get tired looking at it, but I do pop in and just go on your stories and I'm like, if he can do that, you exactly. can get up and go for a walk. Exactly. Lee, Let's go, champ. Thank you so much for being a, such a huge part of mental health and, you know, being that advocate for men, standing up, talking about it. Thanks for going so deep today. Let's hope we inspired some. And thanks for joining me in Spin Studios. Only the beginning. Thank you so much and God bless. Yes, let's go. We go back to the music now. Very shortly, I will be giving you this week's track of the week with an 18-year-old girl, Sophie Cosgrave, with her track, Begging For You. But for now, let's go to this tune. It's Little Nas X. It's Star Walking.